Welcome to the Gifford Provider Podcast. I'm Scott Fleischman. I'm joined today by Dr. Andrew Dreslin, a urologist working out of our main campus in Randolph, Vermont, and our specialty health center in Berlin. I wanted to have Dr. Dreslin here since the month of November is Men's Health Awareness Month. We're talking about prostate cancer, testicular cancer, and men's suicide. Thanks for joining us here on YouTube. This is our fourth Gifford Provider podcast. You can check out some of our other interviews on our YouTube page. Just click the subscribe button and like the video. Our YouTube page also has important health information, updates, feature stories, employee and patient testimonials as to why Gifford is such a great place to work and how our services go above and beyond to help keep our community healthy. Dr. Dreslin, thanks again for being here to talk about men's health. Um, it's a very busy time for, for you right now. Um, so I appreciate you taking the time. What's it been like for, for the urology department, uh, especially over the last year and a half where we've had this pandemic? Yeah, well, thanks for having me. Um... You know, honestly, I think Gifford's done a great job in creating a, a safe work environment, safe uh, experience for the patients. And I think we've done a good job, you know, keeping up our volume and productivity, getting people in as quick as we can, because I know some of the issues we address are, you know, kind of urgent matters. And so we've done a great job. And, uh, and uh, as far as I can tell, we'll continue to provide that safe environment. Now, we want to talk, obviously, about men's health, but before we get into that, let's get a little bit into your background and what it was about uh, urology that piqued your interest and something you wanted to pursue. Yeah, sure. Well, when I started medical school, I really did not know what field I would enter. You know, I kind of thought I'd probably end up in a medical specialty. Uh, but our third year, we got to do clinical rotations, and I did a surgery rotation and determined that I really liked surgery and was interested in a surgical field. And so I uh, went through a couple of the specialties. And honestly, the first thing I attracted me to urology was some of the equipment we use. We have some pretty neat surgical instruments that we use, and that's actually really what attracted me. But then I started to look more into the field and really liked, uh, you know, the breadth of, of presentations that we see. You know, we do a lot of quality of life work, so people are often happy with their outcomes. Um, urology does a lot of cancer diagnosis and therapy, so that adds a complexity. And, you know, I enjoy guiding patients through that process. So. Um, it's been a good choice for me. I'm sure it's not for everyone, but uh, I really enjoy it. And how did you end up at Gifford? Well, I was uh, spent my first 10 years uh, in practice in coastal Rhode Island. I grew up in Mystic, Connecticut, so we were close to my parents uh, that way. Uh, but for lifestyle reasons, my wife and I decided to relocate to Vermont. Uh, I spent several years at Central Vermont Medical Center and uh, really found this great opportunity here at Gifford and I've really enjoyed my time. You know, the one thing that's really impressed me with, with Gifford is I really feel it's a true community hospital. Um, you know, we're afforded time to really spend with the patients. 
I enjoy educating, talking about, you know, the disease process, the relevant anatomy. And, um, you know, that's really been um, satisfying to me as a physician. And I feel Gifford really provides that opportunity and environment for me to practice that way. So uh, I've really enjoyed my experience here. With Gifford, you know, there's a lot of talk um, in the media locally here about long wait times for specialty clinics. And here at Gifford, I think a lot of people in our community, in our state, don't realize some of the specialty services that we offer. So you might have to wait a few months to go see someone in a larger hospital Whereas here, you know, th those wait times can be cut down drastically because of the Gifford's ability to provide those services. Yeah, you know, again, being a community hospital, I think access is probably one of the more important things. Uh, we are a busy service. I'm the only urologist uh, currently. We also have Dr. Paselli, a urogynecologist, who sees a lot of the female presentations. Um, but like I alluded to earlier, some of the diagnosis we see really need urgent uh, evaluation and intervention. And I feel we're able to provide that. Um, uh, myself and, and the nursing staff uh, do an excellent job at prioritizing referrals. And generally we're able to see most referrals within two to three weeks. And again, for urgent matters, we'll often see them either that same day or within the week. And, and again, I think uh, as a community hospital, that's an important uh, opportunity to offer. Do you, have you seen it where people have come to you kind of not knowing that Gifford had offered this and maybe it's something that had they waited, there could have been an issue? Oh, absolutely. You know, a lot of the things we see are what we'd consider progressive problems, meaning they only get worse over time. And so the sooner you're able to evaluate and intervene, oftentimes the outcomes are better that way. Um, you know, as far as the urology presence here, I think urology has been an important uh, specialty at Gifford for many, many years. We've had some excellent urologists here in the past. Um, and so we continue to you know, try to offer that same level of expertise while, uh, like you said, uh, providing it in a timely manner. So November is uh, Men's Health Awareness Month. And last month, October, is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And in speaking with uh, Jennifer Hubert, uh, she said that mammograms are, you know, very popular to get in October because it's just kind of fresh in everybody's minds. Do you find business upticks a little bit more in November? You know, I think the, the discussion and the awareness certainly promotes um, further screening for potential prostate men's health issues, specifically prostate cancer. Um, in general, for prostate cancer screening, we recommend a blood test called the PSA along with a prostate exam. Um, usually that's once a year. We typically recommend starting around the age of 55. Although if there is a family history or a history of you know, other urological symptoms, we'll often consider starting that screening earlier. 
Um, but certainly the, the national awareness during November uh, brings that to the attention. And, um, you know, I think we see a good volume throughout the year as far as uh, uh, men's health issues. And I only think the, the awareness uh, that's uh, provided the month of November helps uh, encourage that. You talked a little bit, you mentioned there briefly about signs that there might be an issue where you'd have to have something done before your annual screening, 55. What are some of the signs that uh, someone should look out for? Yeah. Well, in general, with prostate cancer, there's often no symptoms until it's more advanced, which is why we do recommend uh, screening even in asymptomatic patients. But concerning symptoms, um, certainly could be worsening urinary symptoms, whether it's uh, constantly needing uh, to urinate, getting up multiple times at night. Certainly, if there's symptoms of blood in the urine, uh, that's often indication of, uh, you know, some type of urological disorder. So those would be the types of symptoms that, um, you know, might want to be considered for evaluation and perhaps early prostate cancer screening. Was there ever, you think, a stigma around, you know, men getting checked up because, you know, men just, um, you know, they just aren't comfortable, don't want to go for something invasive do you and has that changed over the years are you seeing again more you know men coming in having their routine checks yeah i mean i would say that in general in my experience women are often uh more quick at uh, prompting an evaluation um, but I think the primary care physicians do a great job in educating and, and starting screening. Um, so, you know, guys are getting screened and, and having their checkups, um, and we certainly encourage that. But I think the primary care physicians who have, uh, you know, contact with the larger male population, you know, does serve an important role, and they're very good at uh, initiating the discussion and certainly you know, referring on patients that uh, might have an abnormality or might be higher risk for some of the issues that, that, that we evaluate for. What would you say to the child or the spouse or even the, the person themselves who's over the age of 55 who says, well, I don't need to worry about any of that stuff. I didn't have a family history. I'm fine. I don't need to go see a doctor. You know, what would you say to maybe the child of that person who, you know, maybe they can get through to that person, you know, what would you say? Yeah, well, you know, like I mentioned a little earlier, um, a lot of the disease processes we see start with minimal symptoms. And so unless you're looking for it, you really don't know if there's a problem there. So as far as, you know, patients who are reluctant uh, to have an initial evaluation, I think it's very helpful for family members to encourage that. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, women uh, uh, are typically screened for breast cancer with mammography. Both men and women are evaluated for colon cancer with colonoscopy. And so this is an identified screening test that has been shown to promote uh, improved long-term health and improved outcomes as far as you know, ultimately, if you are diagnosed with prostate cancer, I think that with a lot of these disease states, again, the earlier we recognize it, 
you know, the more options that are available and in general, the outcomes tend to be improved. And these annual screenings for prostate cancer really doesn't take much of an effort. It's not that, you know, in, and in terms of invasiveness, how about that? That's true. You know, it's certainly, you know, colonoscopies, other, you know, might require some types of sedation or further medical interventions. But, you know, again, specifically with prostate cancer, we're talking about a blood test. Uh, oftentimes that's included with their other annual blood test work, looking at, you know, kidney function, blood sugar levels, liver function testing. Uh, it can be all checked at the same time. It's an easy blood test. Um, and then again, we typically would also recommend a prostate exam, which, you know, it's tolerable. Most people do not like it. Um, but it's a quick, easy exam and does provide us a lot of information. Mo uh, November, of course, has been renamed Movember because uh, men typically uh, will participate, not shave for the entire month as that symbol is that way. Uh, looking at us to, right now, we're two very clean cut, uh, clean shaven people. Um, but what do you think about stuff like that, you know, having this, the Movember, I know at Gifford, we're going to be participating with that. People have been nominated to, to go the month um, without shaving, you know, little things like that to try to raise awareness. Ha, you know, we talked about it a little bit earlier with the, with the uptick in November, but do you see stuff like that um, really being beneficial to raising awareness, something we didn't see? You yeah, know, well, like you alluded to, it's really about awareness and and educating on uh, um, the health issues that, that, that we're addressing. Uh, I, I've already seen ads on the TV as well as heard ads on the radio uh, about Movember. And I think um, a lot of the national figures, you've seen sports figures in the past, political figures in the past, uh, grow out their facial hair for that awareness. And I think it all helps. Personally, I haven't done the facial hair just because it doesn't work well on me, but I tend <laughs> to uh, promote the, the yellow ribbon, which I believe is also the symbol for prostate cancer and men's health. I think, you know, any way to where somebody can inquire, you know, why are you, are you wearing that ribbon? Why are you growing out your facial hair? I think, you exactly. know, it starts that conversation. I know with, with some people, the tough part is getting the connector between the mustache and the beard. A lot of right. men can't, uh, can't grow that, so they don't bother. Well, years uh, ago, I went on an extending biking trip and so didn't shave for two weeks. And that's probably the most facial hair I've had in my entire life. And I, I slowly started shaving this <laughs> off and then shaving that off. And ultimately, it all came off. But, you know, perhaps I'll consider growing it out for Movember just because, uh, like you said, awareness is, is important. And if people aren't aware of what they need to be doing, uh, then it's not going to happen. And so anything we can do to promote that awareness is only helpful. Okay, so if there's somebody out here who has watched this and uh, just now learning about uh, yourself and the services that Gifford provides, urology, uh, prostate cancer checks, what's the best way to go about um, getting in contact? Yeah, so the easiest way is just to call the hospital. Uh, the main number, we also have our direct specialty line clinic uh, phone number um, that they can uh, call right in. Again, generally referrals 
are um, provided to my nurse who prioritizes those referrals and, and we work quickly of getting people in. Um, again, the blood test is often something we will arrange to have done prior to the visit so that when they do come into the office, we have all the information we need to make an appropriate evaluation and recommendation. And we will have uh, the phone number and all the contact information in the description below of this YouTube video. Well, uh, Dr. Dreslin, thanks so much for joining us. I know that again, very busy schedule, taking time out to talk to us, but about very important topic, you know, with, with um, men's health, we, we talk about the testicular cancer, uh, but prostate cancer, again, is, is something that's very important. It's something that, as you mentioned, should be checked annually starting at a certain age. Um, and again, if there's family history, there may be something that should be looked at doing sooner. So hopefully uh, uh, people listening to this can take a little bit of that today and um, get healthy for it. I think preventative care is really what's being emphasized these days. You yeah. want to take care of your health now before it costs you uh, both financially and physically later. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, like I mentioned, uh, you know, a lot of these processes, the earlier we identify them, the better the outcomes are. You know, I will add um, that uh, we do have two locations that we see patients. So our, our main office is here in Randolph at the medical center. Uh, but I also see patients two days a week in our Berlin clinic. So those patients who might reside a little further uh, north of Randolph or patients who might work in the Montpelier Berry area. Uh, it's often in a convenient location for them to be seen as well. And we provide laboratory services there too. So if you need that blood test, uh, we can provide that there as well. Just another one of the perks of uh, Gifford Healthcare. Dr. Dreslin, again, thanks so much. And um, hopefully people will uh, come see you and take care of their health. Well, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you.